Looking for a couple ways to de-stress your day? Patterson Dental has brought to us today, Kristen Brown. Stay tuned. Welcome, everybody, to ADOM Radio, the podcast for dental managers. I'm your host, John Stamper, and thanks for joining us. Today's episode of ADOM Radio is brought to you by Patterson Dental, who has partnered again with Kristen Brown, a keynote speaker, best-selling author, energy mastery expert, certified holistic health coach, and certified 200-hour yoga teacher. She will bring you fresh perspectives, high-energy fun, and lots of laughs while you learn new ways to create impact on your practice, patients, and personal power. Get to know more about her and follow her on social media at kristenbrownpresents.com. ADOM Radio and Patterson Dental is very excited to bring to you today... Kristen Brown. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode here on ADOM Radio. Very excited to be with you as we approach this holiday season, 2020. What a year it has been. Uh, Today's episode is brought to you by Patterson Dental. So very, very excited. And our guest today is Kristen Brown, who is a keynote speaker, best-selling author, and so many of you, hopefully, that have been tuning in to the ADOM Facebook page, you know, have been able to tune in to Kristen joining us with ADOM this year and offering what she does best, which is quite frankly, just, I think, helping everybody take a deep breath in many cases. And so today's podcast, uh, she's going to go over 10 super distressors, right? So identifying some specific things that, little things, hopefully, um, that as we all go through our days, stress is never going to completely go away. But I think something that's, you know, some insight she can share with us um, that'll be super helpful and hopefully get us on the right foot as we finish 2020 and get into a new year. So Kristen, how you doing? Good. How about you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And uh, it's nice to have you back here on ADOM Radio. And um, I think we've got some exciting de-stressors to talk about today. Yeah. And, you know, it's so funny because when people talk about stress, they it's like, you know what to do, right? You know, in your gut and in your heart, what you're supposed to do to de-stress. And so a lot of the things that I teach people are like, well, duh, I know that. Okay, but are you doing it? And so really the key when you're hearing tips and ideas is to say, okay, this is a really good idea. I already know that, but am I actually doing it? Because a lot of people will say, well, that doesn't work. Well, have you actually tried it? So it's really being open to these ideas and then committing and saying, okay, I'm going to try one of these. I don't want you to go and do all 10 that we're going to talk about today because then you'll get overwhelmed. Just pick one after what we listened to today. Go try it and see how it works for you. And if it doesn't work, pick the next one and go on to that. Life is an experiment. And especially when it comes to stress, you really have to experiment until you find the right thing for your situation. Yeah, I love that. All right. So what I'm thinking we'll do is we're going to jump right into these 10. And then I've got a couple of questions on the other side of this, just as we kind of wrap 2020 and, and, and get your your head on, you know, around some things of kind of where we are. But most importantly, I think, you know, what you do, what you do so well is setting the stage for the future, right? Like getting people in the right frame of mind. Um, so we'll kind of wrap on that at the end. Uh, but let's let's go ahead and start with number one, which, um, you know, as I'm going down this list, as you're going to talk about them, of course, I'm thinking to myself that I do this today. And the first one is hydrate better. Yeah, a lot of people forget to drink water <laughs> or you're drinking coffee all day or you go from coffee to wine and I have my hand raised for that one. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's okay to, to enjoy those things, but your body really needs like pure, true 
straight hydration in the form of water that's at least half of your body weight in ounces in order to keep those stress chemicals circulating throughout your body in order to absorb nutrients from food. Because you could be eating the healthiest diet, but if you aren't hydrated, you're not going to absorb the nutrients from that healthy diet. So you really need that hydration in order to circulate out stress chemicals, circulate out toxins, and then also allow your body to make new cells and create the feel-good chemicals like endorphins and things like that when you do want to feel better. So you really need to hydrate. Yeah. And I think, like you said, if you are um, potentially guilty of going from coffee to wine, maybe one way <laughs> to do it is throw the water before the coffee and then a little bit of water after the coffee, and then you've kind of spaced it out, right? Then at least, you know, you've, you're, 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 you're doing something. Definitely. For sure. Perfect. All right. So the next one is eat antioxidants. That's number two. We're going to, we're going to get nerdy and, and biologically nutritionally nerdy on this is when you eat antioxidants, those are things like fruits, veggies, like pure whole foods that come from the ground. Antioxidants are protective cellular compounds in our food, and they protect your cells from damage. And when you're stressed and when those stress chemicals circulate in your body, they're actually causing little mini nicks and, and cracks in your cell wall from the stress chemicals when they're circulating in you. And so when you have antioxidants, a diet rich in that, fruits, vegetables, things fresh from the ground, you're actually protecting your cells all the way down to that cellular wall level. So you're being protected from the damage from stress. It doesn't mean the stress is going to go away, but the the health problems that arise from long-term stress are really improved a lot when you're eating that healthy, antioxidant-rich diet. You know, what's interesting, Kristen, I, I always find myself in a situation where, where, where I'm in high levels of stress, right? Time periods, transitions, things like that. It's like you mentioned earlier, you know that the right thing to do is that to find a way to discipline yourself and to eat better, or in the case of this, like eating antioxidants. It's just funny how it feels like in those times is when you go off the rails and you don't stay disciplined, you know, to, to, you know, it, eating better. Cause like you said, a lot of times the stress is not going to go away, but you got to find a way to be able to, at the very least do things like that. Yeah. Well, and when you're stressed out, our bodies naturally crave pleasure. They want, it wants to feel good and comfort foods make us feel temporarily good because of the chemicals that are in them that give us that like temporary feel good response. But in the long term, when you look at the ingredient list on a Snicker bar or a bag of Doritos or a Diet Coke or, you know, a box of macaroni and cheese, which is one of my comfort foods, you look at the ingredient list and it's all chemicals. So you're basically adding a whole bunch of chemicals to your body that's already filled with stress chemicals and you're creating this toxic vat of sludge inside you. Yeah. So if you can shift it, you can still have a bag of Doritos, you can still have macaroni and cheese and all that stuff, but have that on the days you feel good. Yeah. Flip your, flip your reward system. Yeah. So like after a crazy day, like just have your spouse or, you know, one of your friends just put broccoli in the front of the fridge, right? Like that's the <laughs> only thing that you can see. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, if they say, Hey, how was your day, honey? Well, you know what? It was, it was very stressful. Then they know to go ahead and get broccoli on the counter. So, <laughs> well, and you know what I do a little quick shortcut for this is have some green juice in your fridge yeah. And on days when you're super stressed, just have a big glass of green juice. And they make green juice now that's not nasty and gross, like that has fruit juice also in it so that, you know, you can have, have something palatable that feels like a little treat, but it's actually really good for you. Yeah. I love that. All right. So now we're going to, we're going to get into number three, which is uh, being a little bit more physical and something that I know a lot of people um, are starting to see the benefits of, and that's yoga. 
Yeah. And a lot of people hear the word yoga and they kind of freak out because they're like, oh, well, I'm not bendy or flexible or, you know, I can't, I get too bored or my, I can't calm my mind. And yoga is, is way more than just like poses. It's actually a mindset of how do you integrate your body, your mind and your spirit so that you're present in the moment and that you can really be aware of what's happening in your body so you can make better choices. And, you know, you can do yoga at any age, at, in any physical condition, any size, any injury condition, there's a type of yoga for you. There's hundreds of types of yoga. So that image that many people have that keeps them away from it, they're scared of it, or they just don't think it's for them. Again, it comes down to experimentation because yoga can open up your energy flow in your body, help circulate those stress chemicals out, and it, your body needs movement in order to process stress. You really need that. Yeah. All right. So number four, I love this one and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear your thoughts on this, but creating a mantra, which I think means something along the lines of like establish something that you really value or something that you stand for so that you can feel more connected. I don't know. I mean, this is kind of, but I'm excited to hear your thoughts on that one. Well, I'll tell you what mine is. My mantra is there's enough time for everything. It's just a simple phrase. I've been using it for years because usually when I get super stressed, it's because I feel overwhelmed, overloaded. I have too much to do. I've got a deadline pushing up against me. So this little mantra in my head is just like a mini, it's a mini reminder of like, okay, there's enough time for everything because I know that my stress trigger is time pressure. So I can in, a, in an instant just be like, okay, there's enough time for everything. There's enough time for everything. So the key is to say, okay, what are your common stress triggers? You know, is it your kid's distance learning? Is it someone at work? Is it um, something with your health? Is it money? And every time that arises, repeating your little mini mantra to yourself can help kind of bring your mind back to a positive place, which will then fill your body with feel-good chemicals to counteract the stress that's at work in your body at the time. All right. So we've drank water. We're eating some broccoli. Um, we're doing some yoga. Uh, or creating a mantra. And now number five is, again, this is a very sophisticated, complex one, Kristen. Go outside. Go outside. Yeah. Well, remember what I said at the beginning, these aren't like super crazy things. They're really like, duh, things. But are you doing them? Because many of us, you know, especially I live in Minneapolis, this time of year, like we're indoors all day long. You know, I take the dog for a walk every day. But if I don't, I literally don't breathe in fresh oxygen all day. I'm breathing recirculated air. And that's okay. It's not bad, but it definitely will benefit you when you can get outside. Again, you get that fresh oxygen in to nourish you down to the very cellular level. Because again, it's about how do you counterbalance the impact that the stress chemicals cause on your physical body, change your state. It's little, I call them biohacks. I'm a biohacker. <laughs> you do things to your biology and your body so that it shifts the way that your mind, your mood and your attitude feel. And going outside is a really quick way to shift that. Plus, you need sunlight. You need vitamin D in your body to really function. Most most people in North America are pretty low on vitamin D in America, in the United States. So going outside is powerful. Yeah, certainly is. All right. So the next one, uh, enjoying animals. Well, you know, when you go watch a stupid cat video or a funny puppy video, it gives you warm fuzzies. If you have a pet, it makes you feel good. If you look at zoo animals, you know, it can give you that warm fuzzy. But actually, there has been research done that when you own a pet, you actually have longer lifespan, you're healthier. You know, of course, pets can be stressful too. But when you can find ways to spend time with animals, it actually 
the, the benefits definitely outweigh the downsides. So find a way to, you know, if you have your own pet, really actually spend quality time with that pet. If you have a neighbor that has a dog or, or a pet, do that. You know, go watch stuff online, watch nature shows. Animals really can help you feel more connected to the bigger world around you, which helps make you feel more secure, more safe, which helps reduce the feelings of stress in your body. Yeah. And I don't know if this is the reason why this is literally just kind of like my own thoughts, but could it be that pets don't talk back? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can't tell you how good it feels when I go home and vent to my dog. He just loves me unconditionally. He doesn't care what I say and he doesn't complain. Yeah. I think there's something to that, John. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. So this next one, um, you know, as I was going through this list, I was like, I, I, I gravitated right towards number seven because I think to myself, when I have a very stressful day and I come home, I find myself often like before, sometimes like I still have like my bag on my shoulder, like I'm in, I'm picking up the house and in number seven is clean your space, which the reason why I know that I do that. And, and I, don't, I don't know if I'm doing it, you know, why I'm doing it, but it's just, it just has always felt to me like having less things around, you know, that take up energy tend to help. So I don't know if that's kind of where you're going with this, but I just, I, I find myself in that situation a lot. Yeah, you 100% nailed it. Now, those of you that have heard me or seen me on stage, you know that I'm a super nerdy researcher. So I do a lot of background reading and research. And there is research on, on this, that a chaotic environment creates a chaotic mind. Because your brain is constantly looking around your environment for stressors, for things that can calm you. And when you have a messy environment, if your brain subconsciously has to do so much more work to decide like, okay, what's here to harm you? What's the stressor? Should, and, and when you see so much stuff, it's subconscious, but it does kick off that stress response, that fight or flight response in you that can then cause brain fog, leads to difficult decision making and amps up your heart rate, your respiration, your perspiration, because it thinks that the mess is a saber tooth tiger, like a caveman had to see that you need to go fight and get rid of. It's a stressor. Right. And you don't want to put your body, I call them micro stressors, into these little micro stress responses because they can be just as damaging as big stuff that happens in your life. I am so glad there's science behind that because I've always felt like, you know, having a clean desk, having a clean workspace, you know, trying to minimize, you know, a lot of stuff. I mean, even down, even down the line of, I'm sure you've probably seen some of the research on like, for example, you know, some of these very, very successful entrepreneurs or even like presidents. I think there was an article one time on, on President Obama where it was like two suits, right? Black and blue. Like that was it. Like no waking up in the morning and not having to make a ton of decisions, you know, which drains your your energy can make a big difference. Yep, for sure. Okay. So right now at this moment, um, I took your advice and I'm drinking some water. Uh, but I'm also now uh, thinking about breathing differently because that's number eight. Yes. And breathing is one of the most simple. I mean, we do it unconsciously. Our bodies need to breathe to be alive. But most humans breathe only into their throats and the upper part of their lungs because we're constantly on the go. We're moving really fast. We never get like a full breath in that pulls all the way down into our lower lungs to fully, fully, fully fuel our body up with that fresh oxygen and blood and into our blood supply. So when you think about, you know, when people are like, oh, you're stressed out or you're angry, take a deep breath. People think, oh, well, uh, whatever. But it actually is truly, again, research proves that when you take a deep breath all the way down into the lowest parts of your lungs, it slows down that stress response that's at work in your body. 
And there's a technique that soldiers, policemen, that they're actually trained on in the military called box breathing. So I'll give you a quick idea of what that is. You breathe in for five seconds. So one, two, three, four, five, in. Then you hold for five. Then you exhale for five. Then you hold for five before you inhale again. And you continue that five pattern. It's like a, a square, right? Inhale, hold, exhale, hold for five. And that's proven to reduce the stress response in your body. Yeah. And you hear that a lot. And I think, you know, I think there, there, there are so many situations during the day where, again, this is one of those little things, right? Like somebody, I've heard somebody say, you know, breathe a couple of times and just, and just like pull yourself back. I mean, even the Apple watches now, right. Have a little app that come on that, that asks you to breathe. And it does seem so simple, uh, but it, 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 it definitely makes a difference. Yeah. And um, you're never too young or old to do that. I taught my daughter when she was about two yeah. when she would get upset to, to breathe. And she still does. She's, she'll be 14 next week. She still does that. Like I'll yeah. see her consciously be like, oh, give me a second. Yeah. And she takes a breath and I've taught her that through the nose calms you down and through the mouth gives you extra energy and I can see her doing it. So teach your really young kids even that breathing is really, really important for stress management. Love it. Uh, all right. So number nine. So um, it's, it's trusting your gut and I don't know. I mean, obviously, like you said, you do tons of research and you, you always look for a lot of the science behind a lot of these, what seem like simple solutions to keeping us, you know, you know not, I wasn't going to say stuff stress-free because there's no such thing, but they minimize our stress. But it's often out there, Kristen, that like our gut is almost like a second brain in our bodies. And so 100%. I'm curious, I'm kind of, yeah, your thoughts on this one and why it's so important. Yes, you are. You nailed it. Are your, your, Gut is actually where many of your feel-good chemicals are made, serotonin, melatonin, some of that stuff that make you feel good are actually made in your gut. But beyond that, when you trust your intuition, you're able to make decisions faster. You're able to really say, okay, yeah, this is what feels right. Because most of the time when you're laying in bed at night with that monkey mind where your mind is just spinning and you're overanalyzing and you're overthinking, you're usually ignoring what you already know you need to do. You're just like, oh, what if I do this? You know, pros, cons, even though deep down, you truly know the direction you should take. So really start to listen because your gut will not lead you astray. Because how many times have you done something where, okay, this, this doesn't seem right, but uh, I don't know, the, the data says I should do it. On paper, it looks like I should do it. Other people are telling me I should do it. And then you do it. And then it comes back to bite you in the you know what. Because you knew in your gut at the beginning and you're like, oh, I knew it. I should, I knew I shouldn't have done it, but you did it against your own inner judgment. And that'll yeah. reduce a lot of stress if you can really learn to trust your own gut. Yeah. And it's, and I think it's good for more and more people, like you said, to, uh, to share that, you know, so that like, kind of like you talked about your daughter, uh, that, that, that like subliminal messages of like breathing as she gets older and prepares herself for that. It's kind of the same thing with trust your gut, right? I think the more people that are out there that in letting people know that to, to, to rely on that um, gives people that extra push, you know, when they are in that tough situation, they got to make a decision or they're stressed to, to go with their gut. Uh, all right. Yeah. So last one is uh, boosting endorphins, which is that code for exercising or something a little different? <laughs> There's lots of ways to boost your endorphins. Endorphins are indeed the feel-good chemicals, and the best way to boost endorphins is to exercise. And that doesn't right. mean you have to go run a marathon. You could go outside and walk around the block, and that'll boost your endorphins. 
but you also get endorphins when you laugh or when you smile. You also get them when you do, you know, physical activity with your partner in the bedroom. You also get endorphins when you are doing anything that just gives you pride in your work, when you're making progress on a to-do list. All of that boosts your endorphins. Plus, there's other feel-good chemicals like serotonin, oxytocin that are in there too, but I don't like to get too nerdy because then you kind of lose people. But basically what you want to do is remember I, earlier I said, you know, you want to change your physical state, which then impacts your emotional, mental, feel-good state. And when you boost endorphins in your physical body by moving, smiling, feeling good, it will impact the way you feel emotionally. And that doesn't mean the stress is going to go away because like you've said many times, it, we can never be stress-free, but it can change the impact it has on your body symptoms and on your attitude. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go through this list real quickly. Hydrate better, eat antioxidants, try yoga, create a mantra, go outside, enjoy animals, clean your space, breathe differently, trust your gut, and finally boost endorphins. And then I have a bonus question for you um, that I, I'm, I'm curious about because, you know, when you go through this list and you mentioned that these are very, very simple things. And I think everybody listening to this would attest that when somebody reminds us of these things, you know, we do it for a little while or whatever the case may be. With your experience, Kristen, why is it so hard on a daily basis to pay attention to the simple things? Well, it's hard to pay attention to the simple things because we're always thinking about what's next. What's after this meeting? What's after work? What's this weekend? What's during the holidays? What's next year? What's in five years? What's when I retire? And we forget to step back into the moment to remind ourselves that what we do right now right now in this very, very moment will determine if those things you want to happen in the future will come to pass. And that's why so many of the things on this list, like yoga, creating a mantra, trusting your gut, all of that really forces you to get yourself back in the moment. That's why meditation is so powerful. Visualization, a lot of that mental mastery that you hear about and that's, that's you know such a hot topic right now in workplaces, why those work so well is because it gets you back into the moment right now to make better decisions. Plus, you also need accountability, both self-accountability and external accountability to remind you regularly to go back and do these things <laughs> because our brains are, are, are wired to multitask, right? We, we can process a lot of information, but when something isn't important enough to us, we deprioritize it. It goes into the dark recesses of our brain. So you need to keep things front and center, very prominent on your to-do list, on your schedule, in your life. And figure out why they're important to you in order for your brain to keep bringing it back up to the top of your list. And would you also say that jotting down um, the importance of minimizing your stress would be one of those things that maybe you should also write down on a daily basis, meaning it's okay to remind yourself, right? That this is something that you are working towards. It's not like you're not crazy. Uh, we're all there. We're all dealing with so many of the same things, some people more than others, uh, but almost like reminding yourself that these are things that you should, you should, you should do and you should give yourself permission to do. And it's not like weak. It's not, uh, you, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, you need to put yourself on your to-do list because many of us we're powering through, we're helping, you know, our coworkers, our patients, our families, and we're forgetting to take care of ourselves. But you, 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 you cannot be a good resource or helper without being fully charged up yourself. And the only way you can do that is, like you just said, to put yourself on your own list, to take care of yourself, to remind yourself and not feel like, oh, that means I'm weak or I'm being selfish because I'm taking time for myself or I'm doing these things for me. 
those actually make you stronger, make you a better caregiver, make you a better office manager, make you a better parent, make you a better partner. So really putting yourself first is so, so important, especially these days. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's a great segue. You know, we're talking beforehand is um, Patterson's doing some really cool things around the concept of you. So as we wrap today, I'd love to have you share uh, kind of some insight on, um, on what they're doing. Yeah, I'm really excited. In 2021, we are launching Patterson Dental in with ADOM is launching the U-Zone powered by Patterson. It's a hub that will be on the ADOM website where you can go at any time and there will be all kinds of good stuff in there. You're going to see a lot of my face, but there's also going to be a whole lot of good stuff in there. Meditations, yoga moves, lots of good trainings and, and things like we just did here today. More insight on things that you might find of interest. You know, if you're interested in learning more about antioxidants, there might be something like that in there. It's really about how to take care of you so that you can be the best office manager and human that you can be. And Patterson really is committed to that, not just helping you create solutions in your workplace and in your practice, but for you, because you are, you're the heart of your practice. And you know we really want to make sure that we elevate and activate your energy, keep you moving forward and the best that you can be. Yeah, I love that. And uh, so if you guys want to learn more about that, um, I think, Kristen, probably the best place to go, just PattersonDental.com. I mean, is, and then obviously there'll be some more information on that as as uh, as they get that built out. Yep, for sure. It, it should be launching in January. And so watch for more information, both from Adam and Patterson. And it's going to be really fun. And if you have ideas or topics or anything that you ever want to see, let me know, because I'm going to be I'm going to be the one creating the content and, and the topics that are relevant to you. So feel free to message me. You can message me. I'm, I'm on the ADOM uh, Facebook group. You can message me there. You can email me, Kristen at KristenBrownPresents.com. And I will create content specifically about the issues that you really want to help create you as the best that you can be. Perfect. Well, you know, that whole list that you and I were talking about having them create looks like a lot of that might be done. So if they just kind of, you know, I mean, in 2021, as they kind of look to that, um, and uh, there's going to be a lot of great stuff there. So Kristen, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure um, getting to spend a little bit of time with you, especially as we kind of start to close out this year that was. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. I think that for as much um, negativity, um, I mean, 2020, um, if it was like a, a punching bag, right? I mean, it really has got punched a lot, right? I mean, <laughs> we've gone through this year and and rightfully so, but I, you know, I would think somebody like yourself would say, you know what, I would have to think that there is a lot of um, people that this year has really had them go deep inside themselves, you know, figure out things that they can do to really grow as, as people. And, and, and it feels like as we move into next year, um, hopefully, you know, some exciting things going on. For sure. You know, 2021 is a year you can take all of the stuff that you learned about yourself and about the world in 2020 and use it to make yourself stronger. Yeah. Perfect. Well, Kristen, thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season and uh, we will talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Talk soon. I see you, Kristen. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to another episode here on Adom Radio. If you want to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, be sure to go out there and subscribe to the Adom Radio podcast. That way, each episode that we bring to you will automatically come through on your listening device of choice as well. Great resources on dentalmanagers.com. That's dentalmanagers.com. That's all we got. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.